Everybody, we are back. It is Taped Online. It's Favorite Raiders Podcast, Favorite Raiders Channel, Favorite Raiders Everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, you know what to do. Follow us on Twitter at DMarkJohnNFL, at BDWilliams18, pandasubs.com. Also, check them out. Use TDL, 35% off discount code. Please go ahead and check that out for all your protein needs. So, BD, got another win, another uh, positive film review that we're going to do this week. Um, two in a row. Two in a row. Two in a yeah, row. Uh, we got the okay, and then you got the charges this week. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it's going to be see how, how the how they do. I mean, if they uh, lose, I mean, it doesn't really matter if they win. I'm like, oh man, oh, people are even more excited. So, um, but this this is just some interesting tape. I, I believe that I thought this the offense really looked the best that they have all year. I mean, they ran 77 plays. I mean, they got 576 yards of offense. I mean, it was very, very dominant offensive performance, in my opinion. I, you know, I know the Seahawks aren't the best defense in the world, but man, they looked like they were flowing. They were moving. Everybody was getting involved. Uh, you know, I'm saying everybody had a little bit of taste of everything. I think if they didn't have some drops in there earlier, they would have scored even more points once they got going. And even with Derek Carr's interceptions, I mean, that had a couple drops in there. And then, of course, the miscommunication, too, on that one, too. Um, it it, it would have been a, uh, it would have been a, a great offensive performance. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's interesting to watch, man. Uh, I think definitely right. from, from all different types of levels, I thought the offensive line played uh, average. I mean, they, they played okay. You know, even, you know, you know, Derek Carr is under pressure 30, 30% of the time and he's getting rid of the ball really quick. So it, I know there might be some time to throw stats or something over there out there when he, you know, whatever, but you know, he was mostly off the top of his backdrop this time, making a, uh, making the throws, not really trying to let super things develop downfield like he has been. Um, but it, I think it helped in the beneficial beneficial for the offense. Just to stay on schedule, man, yeah. things like that. They avoided a lot of third and longs this time, mostly third and, and shorts. And you know what? The way that Jacobs was running the ball in this one, the offensive line, we're gonna, I'm sure you're going to give them credit at some, you know, at some point. They, they obviously were doing enough, right? Oh, like, yeah. A record-setting game here. So. Great run, run, uh, run defense, uh, run blocking performance on the offensive line. Josh Jacobs, great, incredible individual performance. When you're ahead of the sticks, you can check, you can check down so much easier. You know, if it's third and five, you want to check down. Third and four, you want to check down. You feel confident that the back's going to get those yards, right? When it gets yeah. into like the third and long, the third and sevens, the third and eights, you know, third and fifteens or something like that, because you got sacked on second down. Right. That's when you don't want to check down to the back. Like he's not going to make it. He's never going to make it in time. Right. So, you know, again, staying ahead of schedule, like you're saying, stay, staying on schedule, staying ahead of the sticks. Let's car kind of just be easy. Let it, let, you know, let the ball out. Um, so those kind of things go hand in hand, you know, just in my opinion. Um, and definitely getting that kind of read. What I'm interested in hearing from you going forward this year, how does this play out when? You want to stack the box, you know, play cover one, play cover three, stop Josh Jacobs, and now you got one-on-ones on the outside with Devontae Adams, right? Mm-hmm. Or you want to play two highs and you want to put a safety on top of Devontae Adams, you want to do everything you can to take him away, right? 
and then Josh Jacobs goes crazy on you. How do you, you like, what are defenses like doing that is successful that you've seen so far this year? Like, is there a way to stop both of these guys at the same time? I mean, it it depends. I mean, it has to deal with when they play single high and they play a lot of man. The thing is, is if they place any type of bracket coverage with man on the other side, it's really dependent on these other guys to win. And, you know, some games, these guys aren't winning. Like uh, some of the Jags uh, reps, you know, Matt Collins is not winning on the outside. Even Hunter Renfro was in that game. He wasn't winning in the slot at times. Or or, uh, even, you know, Foster Moreau be in in that type of position where, you know, he has to win on -on one-on-one. He might not win in that type of situation. So that's where it kind of gets weird with the single high. I mean, if it was Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro out there and, you know, they're healthy, then it's a little different with the single high thing. But, I mean, teams might be able to get away with it because you can still find a way to bracket um, Devontae Adams, right, uh, in single high. I mean, that's what the Colts did. So this team just can't ride out Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs into the sunset here. You know, it's going to it's going to take a lot more than that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because and, you know, one thing that can combat that is throwing the running backs, which I'm going to talk about today is uh, that's kind of very key to getting those guys involved in the passing game. Because, you know, if if if, you know, you have these teams playing single high here to get the one on one with Amir Abdullah and a linebacker. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get the one-on-one with Josh Jacobs and a linebacker, right? That's what you're going to get. You're going to get more of those. And, you know, those guys are winning right now. They're winning their one-on-ones. I mean, Matt Collins is not winning his one-on-ones consistently. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he doesn't. Keelan Cole wins, but sometimes he'll drop the football. You know, it's, it's, it's more about getting those guys involved too, which can mix it up. But um, I, I don't know if there's it, it, playing single high or they have the teams in some kind of bind. I kind of felt that, but then the saints came and just punched him in the face. So, so yeah. uh, it's, it's about um, just moving Devontae Adams around too a little bit and not keeping him kind of uh, in the same spot. But I thought they got a lot more out of him at the slot this time. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as the defense goes, I think it's a carbon copy of what we saw last week. Fantastic run defense, pass rush, interior pass rush, and shaky coverage, especially from the corners. It's like, you know, a carbon copy. And I, and I truly believe after seeing this game, that's what we will see for the rest of the year. And, you know, when Nate Hobbs comes back, I think he's definitely sorely, sorely needed. Not going to say Nate Hobbs is like a lockdown corner, but whereas these other guys aren't making any plays, Nate Hobbs is going to make a play. Like, Nate, Nate Hodges won't let a game go by without making a play. So, whereas these other guys are, like Anthony Averett not being, making any plays. Sam Webb not making any plays, right? Uh, even Rocky Scene in his last few ones, it looked like he made a play, but the refs got him for holding, so they took that one away from him. Other than that, he was getting burnt out there, too. So, uh, this, this was a tough day for all the corners, and I just see it remaining like that, really, for the rest of the year. You know, maybe Nate Hobbs can can help out there. Maybe Amik Robertson can, you know, maybe step up and, and do something. But right now, uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty worried. I don't see a, a way out. Yeah, um, I mean, it's the secondary. I mean, I don't know what they're really going to do back there. I mean, I know Nate Hobbs is coming back. Um, you know, they, they put Anthony Averett on IR, actually. Um, oh, they did? Okay. All right, that's fine. On, he didn't do anything. He yeah, did nothing. So. Yeah, he, yeah, he's on IR, so 
Um, and then they put uh, Tyler Hall onto the actual team. He got signed to the actual team. So he got elevated off the practice squad. So I think they might be moving Hobbs outside and putting Hall in that slot. Because Nick Robertson, he only played four snaps last week. Uh, he didn't play really at all. Tall played all the cornerbacks uh, in, the, in the nickel mostly. He played all the snaps. So they put Meek hurt. I don't know. Does he, does he have a thing? Does he have something? I don't think so. Because Tyler Hall's play is not would not justify putting um putting him in over Meek. Honestly, like you know, he he looks solid coming up against the run, I guess. But um, yeah. but uh, he's definitely shaking in coverage. He's getting beat. You know, guys are are mixing him off the line. He's just getting beat like immediately. You know, guys are getting open on him. So yeah, uh, he's not getting targeted very much. Uh, so maybe. Maybe playing too high is just easier to protect that nickel, so it's not a big a deal. Yeah. But when you really need to get into man, you know, coverage reps, I would rather to see Omik Robertson out there. You know, unless he's hurt, unless, you know, and that's maybe that's the reason why they're keeping him just you know for an emergency if he, if he's lingering, if he's got a toe or an ankle or something like that. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't remember Omik Robertson got an injury report. I don't know, I could look, but um, yeah, he only played four snaps last week. And I don't buy it. He's hurt. <laughs> you don't buy it? I mean, he's hurt. He, he, uh, uh, and it was all outside. None of them were inside. Yeah, it was outside, yeah. yeah. Against uh, DK. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'm not sure. So, week 12. Yeah, he wasn't even on there at all, bro. Not even on it. <laughs> Uh-uh. Got got demoted. Oh, maybe it's one, uh, maybe it's one of those you know staying out late things or something. Who knows? Miss, missing a meeting because kind of he was playing inside a lot, right? Before was he mostly mm-hmm. playing in the slot? He's played outside and, and inside this year, but he played a lot of uh, played a lot of slot early on, and then hops went out, and then he started playing outside a little bit. What, what happened to Nicole, Roby, Roby Coleman? He, was, he, didn't, he didn't play well out there? He, he was only in there for one game. I didn't see him. Um, he's not, he wasn't out there for this one. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back over. I, I, uh, I, I'm not charting individual like players, like who's out there. You know what I'm saying? You do, you do that, though, right? Uh, I don't do that. I mean, okay. kind of. I mean, I do personnel. So I'm personnel, not- yeah, I do personnel, but I'm not gonna be like, but Meek was the corner, you know, like I'm not doing that in the training. Sorry, like, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, who do you want to go first? You want you want to do the breakdown, offense breakdown? Or you want me to do defense breakdown? Uh, let's do some defense. Do some defense. All right, easy as that. See, that's how gentlemen solve problems, guys. Not really a problem. Okay, so we're, we're going to do something different. Top five run stuffs from the Raiders-Seahawks game. Top five, meaning there was so many to choose from, I had to just narrow it down to only five. Okay, so let's go through the top five. Okay, we got this little oh, shift. Okay, we're changing the strength. Okay, with these interior defensive linemen. Watch. Um, Max Crosby come backside and just throw this guy to the ground. Like, that's almost like borderline assault, okay? Now, it's this is a funny play because this is one of those where it's like, 
these guys have it drawn up and it looks really good on the whiteboard, Marcus. Okay. Where they're like, okay, we're going to put two tight ends over here and then we're going to scoop zone block the backside <laughs> defensive end. These guys are going to get hip to hip. They're going to execute it just like offensive linemen. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> These guys want to catch passes. Look, look at them. They're not getting hip to hip. These guys, hip to hip. These guys, hip to hip. Look at these guys. They're not even close. Okay. It's just terrible execution. Um, and really, like, good luck. Really you really want to try. You really want to try these guys doing that against Max Crosby. He's one of the best defensive in, in all of football. Come on. Uh, so that's number one, just because of the pure violence that Max Crosby took that guy down. We're going to watch back, um, Andrew Billings on this rep. He's going to go back door, uh, meaning, okay, instead of having this frontside A-gap, he's going to go into the backside A-gap. And he's, he's allowed to do this, or he's able to do this because we're sending Denzel Perryman through the B-gap on a blitz. So it turns this from a four, one, two, three, four down to a one, two, three, four, five down at the last second. And so it throws off this blocking scheme. Everyone's one-on-one, -on -one and they thought they were going to be able to like zone this and move on up to the linebacker, but it happens now. So Andrew Billings goes back door, wrestles this guy down like he's his kid brother. Okay, That's a beautiful play from Andrew Billings. Andrew Billings is going to pop up a couple more times here in this breakdown. But I want to talk about Luke Masterson. Denzel Perryman on this one. This is pretty sick. Okay. This is like the, almost like the Bash Brothers. Okay. First of all, watch Denzel Perryman. He knows what's happening before the ball is even snapped. He's heading in that direction. Okay. The film study anticipation is phenomenal from Denzel Perryman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but also watch Luke Masterson. Okay. He reads it too. He's seeing it immediately. He's feeling the movement. He's seeing the jet sweep. He needs, he knows, okay, I got to get outside of this tight end. Okay. And as soon as he flashes this color out there, Walker starts looking to cut, cut back. He doesn't want to bounce. He sees there's a guy out there. Okay. So credit to Luke Masterson for getting out there, even though he could kind of get, uh, what do you call that? Snatch, snatch trap. Yeah. Snatch I mean, trap there. Or, okay. Or, but, or, or hold. Yeah, or a hold, or, or a hold, right? <laughs> um, but he throws his shoulder into the knee of the running back, sends him up. Denzel Perryman finishes it off. Beautiful. That's filthy. I want to see that. I want to see like you know that that high uh, death kind of uh, uh, broadcast version of that one. That was probably probably pretty sick highlight. All right, so similar kind of thing from Andrew Billings. He's going to go back door again, but this is just such a beautiful read from him okay notice where he is he's in between the guard the guard and the center in this a gap okay and they're trying to pull the guard front side and they're going to block down on andrew billings with the center okay but andrew billings reads the pull he he recognizes okay we're going to pull so he's going to now fight to the get front side on the guard and now look in between the guard and the center they wanted to change the math, but he refused to let them get them, get him out gapped. Okay. And he just beats this. Okay. Doesn't finish, but watch the hustle. Look, we got so many white jerseys. Okay. Tyler Hall is going to get in there and then Denzel Perryman is going to body slam him at the end for a loss. That was a huge loss. Okay. So we got quite a few guys involved in this one. And then th this is just, I don't know if Denzel Perryman's reading this or if this is a blitz, but he just sees it so quickly. Again, when Denzel Perryman is coming downhill, it, 
creates one-on-ones across the you know across the line of scrimmage, changes the math. It used to be we were in a four-man line of uh, you know four-man uh, even front. Now we're in a five-man odd front. All of a sudden, Denzel Perryman throw you know going through that a gap, to, you know, and hits the running back in the backfield for a tackle for a loss. So. A lot of great examples of the Raiders playing run defense. If I left them all on here, I'd have like 10 uh, such examples. So those are just the top five. Now let's look at pass coverage. Okay. Listen, it was an interesting game. It was like an, it was an up and down game in pass coverage. Okay. Um, And, you know, it's almost like inexplicable. So this one, they're playing, uh, they're playing cover two. We got a little Tampa two drop. Okay. with, With a three man rush. One of these defensive tackles is going to drop out here, okay, and it allows Denzel Perryman to gain that depth and be that Tampa to dropper, okay. But for some reason, he puts his eyes back on the quarterback, settles, and you know that's just a huge easy one, almost a layup, okay, for these guys. That's that's NFL open, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's so it's just strange because later on in the game, Denzel Perryman does the same exact thing where he doesn't man turn either of these guys. He just drops off and he just gets an interception. So, I mean, if you notice that, uh, Geno Smith, okay. Kind of, in a, you know, Harry pocket. I don't know. Maybe that rushes Smith's decision. If he threw it out here to DK Metcalf, it's probably a big play. No, he's, but, she's, she's trying to show off his anticipation skills and expecting Tyler Lockett to be there. Yeah. Tyler Lockett cut off a lot of routes. But when anticipation game. goes wrong, it's usually picked. <laughs> yes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, I'll give, I'll give some credit to the safeties, okay, in this one. Playing two high looks in the red zone came up with some great pass breakups. Watch Trayvon Merrick, top of the screen. He's got two receivers on his side of the field. He's going to play. Um, he's going to play, he's playing quarters coverage. That means he has two vertical and they're going to run a little scissors concept. That means two go becomes one and one becomes two. So he gets in front, cuts off number one. Okay. Gets his arm around DK and breaks up that pass. I I love the footwork. How look at, look how patient his feet are. He's not, he's not getting out of there. He's not, you know, he's not turning his hips and, and guessing one way or the other. Okay. Patient feet, quick feet, breaks on this. And I, I know, Marcus, you said he dropped a pick, but there's no way he's boxing DK Metcalf out for that. Okay. Weight room, Trev. You know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, and then here we go. Deron Harmon. Deron Harmon. Okay, again, watch. One goes inside. Two goes outside. We're passing this off. This is another quarters concept. We're playing palms here. Okay. And Deron Harmon does just does such a great job. Again, patient feet. We're not bailing. Okay. Okay. Look, we're not guessing. DK Metcalf tells us where we're going to go. And then we break on it. And he's just does such a great job undercutting this and allowing the back line of the end zone to play as an extra defender. So he positions himself in front of DK. Okay. And somehow it comes down with that. I'm just shocked DK didn't posterize him. But, you know, ends up not getting called an interception, but that's still a great play. Now, when it came time to target corners, on the other hand, Anthony Averett, okay, in trail position, gives up that bit of separation. It was a close, I mean, that's a beautiful ball either way, yeah. but Anthony Averett, great pass, gets beat. 
here. Okay. Check out Sam Webb. Somehow inside leverage still gets beat on a big slant for a first down. Don't understand that one. Rocky scene, top of the screen. Okay. Step, kick, hands. Okay. And then Tyler Lockett kind of pushes off here. It looks like a little bit to me. Huge touchdown. Defending or you know, when they targeted the corners, it was almost automatic in this game, especially if if Gino had time to throw. This is a pretty infuriating sequence, in my opinion. I just want to get the background. Raiders are in dime. We got one. We got Rocky Scene, Tyler Hall, Sam Webb, Anthony Averett, and we got two safeties back here, Deron Harmon, Trayvon Merrick. Okay. Raiders are in dime personnel. Why? Because it's third and long. So third and like super long, like eight or nine or something like that. Okay. Yeah. They're playing cover five slice. Anthony Averett again. Okay. We're getting, we're amp feet, feet or two antsy. We're guessing. Okay, what are we doing? We're not even we're not even touching him. Doesn't even, don't even get a hand on him here. Okay, so this is bad. This is bad technique. Okay. Deron Harmon hits him. Bam. Right. Okay. We're we're two yards away. All right. Dropped him. Okay, two yards away. It's fourth and two, but they hurry up. They hurry up. Fourth and one. Sorry. They hurry up. Why? Because they're still in dime. One, two, three. Okay. One, two, three corners at the top of the screen. One corner down here. Deron Harmon, Trayvon Merrick, six DBs out here. And when you're in dime, you only really practice. Let's be honest. You only really practice for long yardage situations. Okay. You're not practicing a bunch of situational football. Fourth and one. All, you know, all like it's okay. If a guy catches a little three or four yard pass when you're in dime, honestly, like they don't even care. Right. But when they get into hurry up fourth and one and make you play short yardage situational football, and now you got Tyler Hall and Sam Webb both covering out here on this guy and no one covering the slant inside. Right. You got two young guys playing situational football in the same spot, making a big, big, making a big time mistake, crucial situation. Okay. So, Let's talk about the pass rush. All right. So um, the pass rush again was the saving grace. All right. We're going to watch the coverage angle on some of these plays. Okay. And we're, then we're going to watch how it didn't become a big play. So this one, this time, Rocky's saying he's playing cover three. We're playing your traditional country cover three, curl flat player, hook curl player, hook curl player, curl flat player here. And Rocky's scene has to overlap over the, the uh, on top of the vertical to his side. And he just misses this tight end running completely free. Okay. If you see, if you, you know, I started from the beginning of, uh, of the frame, the tight end is uh, on the uh, in-man line of scrimmage. He releases up the seam and he goes to the flag. No one's there. That's a big play, but it didn't happen. Geno Smith runs out for a first down instead. Okay. So let's see what happens here. Okay. Chandler Jones. Beats his guy. He starts breathing down uh, Geno Smith's neck. Geno Smith runs. Okay, so Chandler Jones saves this from being a huge play, and then it just ends up being, you know, it's it's a first down instead. So we'll take that, honestly. Now, here's another one. Okay, Tyler Hall. He's a curl flat player. We get a two-by-two. We need to have a seam alert somewhere. We need to have a seam alert. One of these seams we have to carry because otherwise – they're going to be running completely free. Okay. 
this is a big play. Nothing happened. Geno Smith got sacked. Okay, so let's see what happened. Andrew Billings, I told you he's going to pop up again. Okay. This is a beautiful pass rush rep from him. Ends up uh, pushing through the pocket there. Grabbing a hold of Geno Smith as he goes down. Bilal Nichols. Okay. Is the first one to get pressure on this one. Fights through. Okay. Uh, body slams Geno Smith. And you even look at the um, look at the uh, two defensive ends. They do such a good job con- collapsing the outside of this pocket and forcing Geno Smith to, to step into these guys. You know, if they're wider, maybe Geno just escapes from you know st- steps around or escapes out the back of the pocket or does you know does something. But he has nowhere to escape to because of those defensive ends as well. So that's great pass rush all around. Okay, here's another example. All right, you got two guys as curl flat players. No one is a weak hook curl player. Look at Tyler Lockett. He's just ready to catch this one, okay, for a first down. All right. Geno Smith, I think he wants to hit him, but what happens? What happens? Why, why can't Geno Smith hit him? Let's, let's check it out. Okay, look at Bilal, look at Bilal Nichols. Long arm, just hand on the guy's throat. Shoving him straight back into Geno. Watch Chandler Jones. Okay, he goes for the long arm. Hits Geno in the back. Max Crosby. Okay, oh, a little Euro step. Rip under. Okay, finishes. Hits the quarterback at the end. Okay, so it's really a lot of these a lot of these situations where they had a positive play in pass coverage. Truly, it had nothing to do with the coverage. <laughs> um, and so let, let's see. Let's see a little bit more. Let's see a little bit more pass rush here. Max Crosby. No, no, no. This one's Andrew Billings this time. Okay, sorry. This is the Andrew Billings one I, I was thinking of. Okay, it goes for the club, arm over. Bam. <clears throat> Just such a quick win. I, I, I love the way that he sets this up. He's in a two eye, and then he takes that initial outside step. He makes sixty three move towards him. He, you know, he, now sixty three feet are moving to the right, and he goes to makes him go to the left. Now, bam! That's a beautiful play for Andrew Billings coming up with the, with the pass rush repertoire. Andrew <laughs> Billings, he's trying to get paid too. He, you know, he, he's seeing all this money moving around in Vegas. Okay, now let's see uh, Max Crosby. Okay. Look at this. Just this is one of the most violent bull rushes and quick. Like I, I don't know if I've ever seen a bull rush win this quickly. <laughs> and insane, insane play. Okay, for him to just, just textbook. Look, low man wins in football. Okay, shock him with the top crown of your helmet. Okay, and now watch, watch, watch the posterior chain completely straighten out, and he just walks this guy back. That is a beautiful rep right there, rare rep, honestly. And then here's another one from uh, from Max Crosby. You know, this is the really the, the game winning play, probably mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, again, just what is this? What is this move? Uh, uh, I'm faster than all of you. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> two, hand, two hand swipe. This look, it looks like he's playing like like against the, the JV squad in this one. Like, how could you let this happen, 72? Are you kidding me? He's throwing the game. He's throwing the game. All right, sorry. Um, I, mean, I mean, on the last rep, it was it was like that he knew where the the the, the drop of the play was because he didn't. He attack. knew the drop, the uh, the snap count, everything, and, and the drop because he didn't attack. Like he went straight for where the drop was, and that's why that's why Lucas wasn't able to get there because he's he's expecting the chip to kind of slow him down, and he's just he just went right around the chip, right to the spot. <laughs> that's what you call film study, friends. Yeah. Incredible, incredible play right there. For sure. But yeah, I mean, pass rush is stepping up. It's not just Max Crosby now. We saw all those guys. Nichols, Billings. I mean, I don't know. Is What's uh, what's the uh, status on Billings' injury? I don't know. Uh, Chandler Jones also. When you saw that play, I mean, I, I was trying to figure out where he got injured at. Did his knee just hit the ground? Or was it, was it like, does it seem like he, like nobody ran into him? It's like he just his knee just hit the ground or something. I don't know. It was weird. I watched that play. Um Man, all, all these all these guys' knees, their ligaments are hanging on by threads. Okay, it, 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 all it takes is just a slip in the shower to tear something. I <laughs> promise. Yeah, I don't think he tear anything. I think it's fine. He can get carted off. I mean, yeah, he right. got his yeah. off the field, so right. I think it'll be all right. Um, all right. But yeah, the secondary is still bad. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely a problem. Hopefully, Nate Hobbs comes back um, because you know Justin Herbert. He hasn't been throwing inside that much, really. I mean, of course, he's he's, you know, he's throwing his uh, nine yard outs really pretty, but uh, we're, we're uh, I don't know what they're gonna do this week. We're gonna figure out what the what exactly they're gonna plan for that. Have you ever seen a prettier pass play that didn't that didn't go for a first down? I, I never seen one. I, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> was, I was watching QB school. I was watching his breakdown, man. He was he was breaking down some like checkdowns. Like it was just, it was kind of funny. It was just funny to watch. It's just it's just, it's just the way he's covered, man. It's just it just cracks me up. It's, he's backing up. He throws a check down to Austin Eckler, but since it's like a tw- it's like a, a a perfectly lined twenty yards from his depth, it's like what a checkdowns. Like I get it, but. Yeah, like yeah, they're so mesmerized but by the that way that the ball comes out of his hands. They can't see anything else. Like <laughs> ne- never mind. It's not a great play. It's eight but yards, bro. It looks so good. <laughs> it looks wow. World class stuff. You know what right. But uh <laughs> it's hilarious. But I um yeah. Uh, yeah, they got they got to prepare for that. They got to prepare for him. And you know, to be serious, I mean, you know, he, he can't beat you with his arm and stuff like that. But yeah, um, because they, the Chargers don't run the ball, so you know, you do all those cool run stuff. Uh, some run stuff was cool but last week. Chargers don't run the ball, so they they they, they really. We they always say this. We always say this about the Chargers. One game a year, they go for like. 178 on us or something like that. Uh, we'll, yeah. see, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, the Raiders should be prepared to, uh, to play the run. I mean, their offensive line is not the same. They played that week. So they say the Chargers preview, but, you know. Um, so, but you said you were going to go through um, Raiders running backs targets, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So going over running backs targets, um, you know. I, I like that. Amir Abdullah. What, what was that? A wheel or not enough? Uh, it was, it's a wheel. 
but it's weird. Uh, I'm going to go over that play because I guess they're saying that it was an adjustment, but uh, it is a wheel. I call it, they call it a rail route. I'm going to go over that. Um, um, but other than that, man, it's, it's nice to see these running backs get involved. I really appreciate them going to this because they need it. Um, and yeah. they really need that, that. They need something like that because they, they don't have Matt Collins and Ken Cole. They're not really doing anything. No, Matt Collins had, a, had the touchdown. I mean, that was on a wide open flea flicker. But they're really not doing anything. But it's, it's, it's kind of just they need to get these running backs involved and get something going that way. So um, let's just get into it, man. Let's just get into it. All right, let's, get, let's get this going. All right. Running back targets. So we're going to start off with uh, Abdullah first, okay? So we're going to start off with Abdullah, and then we're going to get to Jacobs. You say the best for last. So let's start off with a little Amir Abdullah. We're starting off with these with, with the play. You know what I'm saying? This, this is what we bring. With taped online, I got the I got the plays up here. So you got Reed, right? What is Reed? You say blitz pick up to release outside and stem to four yards, top of the stem. Most break out or turn out and sit versus zone equals turn out and sit. So verse zone equals turn out and sit. Verse man equals break out towards the sideline off inside foot. But we're getting a different kind of look on this one. All right, so we'll let it run real quick. Nice first down right there. Oh, what I like on this one, you kind of get the, the natural pick route, right? You see Abdullah's wide open right there. There's not the linebacker. No, because <clears throat> I mean, they basically ran quarters all game. So wide open right here is Abdullah based on that. No time to switch off or anything like that. First down. It's quick. And you know, saying I really like how they did, this, they did a lot of this, a lot more of this lately. The twenty-one personnel where we got two running backs on the field in the backfield, right? So it allows them to become part of the passing game itself. There's two guys in the backfield, All right? This this is why I know you know I feel I feel like this is a season of install because this is stuff they do with the Patriots all the time. So I mean, that's like that's like one of those guys is a slot. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Right? So here we go. Here's the wheel one. So we let this run right here. Nice little touchdown to Amir Abdullah here. Yeah. He almost got kicked in the face. Got a sports like contact for that one. All right. So let's go back on this one. So I, uh, uh, I saw that, you know, they said that this is an adjustment, that they did this on the fly. And, I mean, that sounds cool and all, and I really believe maybe they did that. I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong. I'm not the smart guy. I'm not in the room. But on the playbook, they have this called a speed to flat. It's called rail. So, basically, you sell diagonal before turning up sideline on go. Pattern at least five yards away from sideline, possible back shoulder throws, right? So, we're going to run this again, and we're going to watch Abdullah. Right here is uh, Amir Abdul is right here. Watch. You see how he kind of sells the flat, right? He's looking back at the quarterback. There's, I got the flat. Oh, Derek Carter just throw it to him. Now, I can say, I mean, if this was an adjustment, that's cool, I guess. I mean, 
I mean, they're definitely on the same damn page on this one, if it was. But kind of looks like the same route as always in their concept here with the little curl wheel concept. And their car throws it right on time. Perfect touchdown. Because on the backside, you get a little scissors here with Matt Collins is just wide open. Basically, because these guys are double teaming. They're so worried about Devontae Adams. They forget about Matt Collins. <laughs> and he's wide open too. So, <laughs> yeah. But I really like that because, I mean, you see how Abdullah sold, sold the concept, I man, looking back, right, for that football, boom, and then take it up. Have, get digs looking back at the quarterback. I can see that being, I can see that being an adjustment on the fly there. Yeah. But beautiful execution. Yeah, either way, bro, right? If if that's them adjusting on the fly, keep Abdullah out there. Yes, please. <laughs> that's what I was saying, man. You know I mean? And then, uh, you know, this is the last Abdullah target right here. We're getting read again. Abdullah right there. Getting read again. Get him one-on-one on the linebacker. Against man coverage. Boom, get him inside. Good throw by Carr. Allow him to come back inside. Get nine. Beautiful. So you see how these guys become part of the passing game. And it just it helps everything out, man. It really, it really does. It helps Carr out. It helps let, let Carr get the ball out of his hand quick at the back of his dropper, not getting the, you know, we're not holding the ball as much. Right. A terrible defense for that look, too. I mean, Seahawks see, were trying. They, they wanted to stop Adams, man. And they did all right. They did okay with that. But you know, the Raiders found other ways. So another play, I really like this play that we haven't ran all year again is Ram. So with Ram, usually you get the, the route. So, you know, kind of cover thing. You know, free release outside of the stack or the seam of the defender. Right, you cannot get across defender's face. You must go behind him. Cannot pull out. Okay, all right. So usually you're going to get an under with the Ram. You're going to see Devonta Adams get an under. Basically, it's kind of like arches or whatever. You know, what the Raiders used to run out of the backfield halfback choice. Except it's not a choice route. It's just it's just an angle route. All right. So you see Adams on the angle route right there. He's running the under on the Ram. Then you see right there sets up. Jacobs on the angle route. You only get three here, but you get the idea. And, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, when a team starts stacking these boxes, even if they if they do if they stop sack the boxes to stop the running backs or stop Devonta at order, stop Josh Jacobs or whatever, it's going to create these one on ones for these guys anyways, right? It's going to create one on ones for the running backs yeah. against linebackers, no matter what, right? So here's the check down here. We get Reed again, right? This is the one-handed catch. Car has the check down. This is an incredible catch right there. One-handed <laughs> and get some yak and run somebody over and get 13. And this is second and 15. This is a huge play. Filthy. And I, I think Carr is expecting him to turn back up field. I guess he's trying to throw him up field maybe. That's my guess. Maybe he just missed him. Might have just missed him. Who knows? All right. <laughs> um, that's an awesome catch right there by Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Like so, I said, once again, they're not really nobody's really worried about the running backs when it comes to this team. And you can see, you know, these linebackers aren't really worried about these guys in coverage. Right? They're not really worried about them. You know, he's, he's pointing out, he's trying to get, you know, willing to stay out there and switch with the running back. Nope, nobody's out there. This is just 
amazing catch. Uh, you see, we, get, we get on him about the making them one-hand catches for no reason, but I guess, hey, I guess it was practice. Yep. And so, so, all right, this is, this is my favorite one right here. This is the, the uh, delayed slant. So um, I really like this play design because they got like 28 yards on this one. Here's Jacobs. He's going on the motion right there. See, so stop it right here, right? So what you're going to get, you're going to get these, you're going to get kind of like basically double verticals from Moreau and Johnson here. So they're in 21 personnel. So, I mean, this is uh, Jacob Johnson right here. Jacob Johnson, sorry. So you get those uh, two verticals, right, from there. Right, and the two verticals sets everything up because this guy, he's not even worried about Jacobs because Jacobs doesn't move, right? And it kind of opens up this whole middle of the field. You know, just look at that. You know, you got a little uh, Gotti at the bottom with, with uh, Devontae Adams and Matt Collins. But open it up, everything in the middle of the field. I love the delayed. It's like a delayed slant. Yeah, exactly. Delayed slant. That's what I labeled it as. Beautiful. Beautiful. A lot of great scheme. Yeah, man. I was saying, like, was the year of the install. So, you know, everybody's trying to trade everybody. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I don't know. They, I think they signed three-year deals for a reason <laughs> at this point. Watching some of this plays out. Then we got the week week ten and week ten and uh, you know, after this, I don't you know. It makes you wonder what they could do with Jacobs. So they could always franchise tag him, anyways. All right, so. Second and 10. We're getting more routes right here. You know, we get a little chip delay route here. Card does a good job avoiding the pressure. And Jacob's right there. Jacob does a good job getting nine. See, so just outlets. Outlets for the quarterback. Get these guys more involved. Get the ball out of his hands right quick. Stay on schedule. It's first down. You know what I'm saying? This gets second and one. Stay on schedule. Get the ball to the running backs. Oh, right there. Uh, first down. And it's okay. I mean, it works out for everybody. All right, and, then, and this is a, a, one of my favorite plays. This is a, on the last drive, right, right after the big play to Adams. Get a quick 14 on the angle route. For Jacobs, you see Jacobs here. He's gonna run the angle route one more time. You know, we saw one more thing. Uh, hit the angle. Hit Jacobs right there in space and see all the space he has. Click 14. So this is, I mean, this this is there against like every team. <laughs> I mean, this is gonna be there against Chargers, in my opinion. The Chargers want to give you this stuff, right? So you, you know, you want to. Make them come up and tackle Abdullah and, and Jacobs. Yeah. Right? And, and when you got Jacobs catching the football like this, you, you got to take advantage because I mean, he's making big plays in the past game right now at this point. I mean, it's, it's two weeks in a row. You know, he, he, he's, he's trying to beat James White and LeGarrette Blunt in one here, guys. Yeah. He's getting the ball. All right. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, here's another one, him doing the read again. Uh, nice job reading it. Getting outside, catching that football. 
I throw my car catching that. Get inside, man. So, yeah, I mean, they really, really helped this passing game a lot. You can just tell. Open up everything. You know, Carr has got to wait for pressure and wait for everything to try to open up behind it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I really like what they did in the passing game uh, with the running backs. Like I said, that was about nine catches itself, nine receptions between yeah. those two guys um, on, on, you know, just on those clips, right? And that's not even showing the throws with the Adams and Hollins and all those other guys. So you definitely see some development there um, and see, yeah. start to see more of what McDaniel's offense usually looks like. I mean, we haven't been throwing the running backs all year. James White has 100 catches every year. You know, it's crazy stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, that that definitely seemed like so, so many of those. It was just like they had a, a perfect design for that look that the defense was giving. You know, uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh McDaniels out schemed the the Hawks. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On offense, you know, um, and you know, even with some of these blunders that we talked about earlier on in the show really put the Raiders down because they had those backs, mostly Jacobs, but obviously Amir Billet to start. Uh, he looked hot to start, but the way that Josh Jacobs was playing, you can't take him off the field. Right. Yeah. Um, but because the, because the presence of those two backs, it allowed the Raiders to like not panic, control the pace of the game, play ahead of the sticks and, and, you know, just, and just keep, you know, keep on, you know, stay in the same lane and not get out of their get out of their game plan because Josh McDaniel seems like he has some good game plans. Once he gets out of the game plan, I don't know, but the game plans look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, the game plans are always pretty good going in, unless it's the Saints. As long as we don't play the Saints ever again, I think I don't know when they play the Saints. Hopefully, it's not next year, um, but <laughs> hopefully yeah. we don't play the Saints till twenty twenty four, and then have to worry about you know him getting out schemed by Dennis Allen, but. Uh, other than that, I mean, it, this this is the game where I feel like the scheme was, you know, worked the whole game. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean yeah. Last week as the Broncos, I to see some good scheming too. Um, but definitely can see what the offense actually could look like. And it wasn't as vanilla as it has been for most of the season. A lot, I mean, it, not going to lie, for most of the season, it's been pretty damn vanilla. It has been. It's been yeah. kind of dagger, dagger, 10 dagger. Third down, dagger, 10, da 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 You know what I mean? You saw some more creativity on third down. They're way better on third down. Saw a car t- take throws running backs on first down. So, you know, I just looked. Um, my charting it was 4.2 average on third down. So that's super low. Um, and that's what you want uh, instead of the what if they had against the Broncos. is like 12 yards. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's, it's type of things that put you behind the sticks. They got to be ahead yeah. of the sticks. And, uh, you know, they can't be trying to kill everybody on first down, in my opinion. Sometimes you just got to take that check down, stay yeah. ahead of the sticks for this team, and stay on the field and go, go, go score a lot of points. Because um, I think they can do that um, if they can run the ball and pass. I mean, at this point, they can do both. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely fun seeing uh, the offense after, you know, first like three drives looked incredible. Yeah. Um, defense is definitely. Stepping up in some areas, you know, it's not by any means a finished product yet. But there was an interesting stat that you showed me before this started about EPA. Yeah. 
Um, Raiders right now fourth EPA per rush, and they're like I think last against the pass, but against yeah. the rush, they've been playing great all year. I'm sure if we just did like the last two weeks, EPA against the pass would be a lot better in comparative, you know, to the rest of the NFL. But, um, but yeah, the rush defense, run defense rather, has been great in the entire year. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we can say at least that the Raiders, like, they can hang their hat on that. They can really stop the run in this yeah. era where defenses are having a hard time stopping the run. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of the teams are playing up in this, they're playing on the schedule aren't really passing teams that are coming up. I mean, they're playing a lot of more running teams like the Browns and the Niners and stuff like that. They, they match up a lot better uh, with the matchup itself. You know, um, of course, some of those teams defensively are, are good. I mean, the Browns aren't, but um, the Niners are, but you know, basically, you know what I mean? Like, but the Chargers are a different matchup for them because Chargers don't run. So that's what's yeah. They don't run the ball. It, yeah, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be back this week. Uh, TDL fans will be back this week for the preview. Yeah. Took, uh, took Thanksgiving off. So apologize. We didn't uh, give anyone a heads up before that, but, um, but we'll be back this week, week for the preview. Definitely for, you know, a divisional matchup, you know, um, and, and this, this one is for bragging rights. We, we Raiders want to spoil Chargers playoff hopes or put them in, in tough situation with the playoffs, just like we did yeah. last year. Right. Yeah. So we want, we, we just want to see that again, regardless how our season plays out. We want to put a chink in the Chargers armor. So this one's definitely big. Uh, so definitely, you know, be on the lookout for that. I put out um, a live stream for TDL members only for the Raiders' first half uh, defense. Okay. So probably later on this week, I'll do the second half defense with this one because there's a lot of fun things to see in that. Uh, yeah. So that's coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the Carfax earlier too because I, I feel like I get to Friday and I, feel, I don't feel like doing it. This is like the yeah. week best. So I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, try to get that out earlier, and then I'm gonna try to. Uh, I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna do Josh Jacobs every carry. Josh Jacobs for the members, and also do a cut up for the regular members. So be on the lookout for that too. So that'll be coming out. All righty, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, be on the be on the lookout for that for sure. All right. All right. Uh, anything else, PD? Anything you want to talk about? Let's no, that's it. Hopefully, Billings is okay. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Subscribe. 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 Uh, we got to get ready for this. This is the Jerry Tillery revenge game. So remember that. This is Jerry Tillery revenge. He just got cut too. It's not, it's not, it's not like a season. It's fresh. It's fresh. fresh. This is a fresh yeah. revenge. I feel like yeah. he's, I feel like he's even using rust. I've been watching him. I feel like he's trying to play the run right now. Like, I feel like he's not even showing off his password skills. He's been saving it for this game. Right. And, you know, he's been, he's been waiting. Right, he's been watching Zion Johnson for 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 a long time. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes. He's he's given every single defensive lineman every single tip on these guys. Okay, like trust me, this he wants to see the Chargers burn in this one. <laughs> it's Jerry Tiller revenge game is coming, guys. Uh, so uh, um, let's get ready for that. But uh, I'm out of here. Guys. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> All right, later, y'all.